Good morning. The idea of putting a data center on Goose Creek has drawn public outcry for weeks, but now county supervisors look set to approve it. For Thursday, December 7th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. A slim majority on the County Board of Supervisors seem ready to approve a massive data center complex on the banks of Goose Creek. The True North Data Center Complex, proposed by H&H Capital Acquisitions of Dallas, Texas, would be a 750,000-square-foot facility and utility substation on 106 acres between the Dulles Greenway, Sicklin Road, and Goose Creek. It's on an undeveloped parcel across the creek from the Goose Creek Gardens and Pavilion. The project would also destroy a rare ecological community called a Northern Piedmont Mafic Barren. Quite frankly, it kind of looks like rocks and moss, but according to the Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation, it's one of only 10 such mafic barrens in the world. The idea has drawn sustained public outcry from neighbors, conservation groups, and others around the county, including the three supervisors whose districts touch this property. It's in Supervisor Gary Higgins' Catoctin District and Borders, Supervisor Tony Buffington's Blue Ridge District, and Supervisor Ralph Bonas Ashburn District. Along with Chair Phyllis Randall, who likes to point out she represents every district, they say the proposal is a good project in the wrong place. They're also worried that putting a data center here will irreversibly open up the area buffering the suburban east and the rural west, called the Transition Policy Area, to more data centers. This is happening as the county is in the process of rewriting its comprehensive plan, which is the document that lays out the Transition Policy Area. Here's Supervisor Higgins. Tonight's vote is going to be one of the most important votes in the that this board takes on Loudoun County's future. Tonight's vote will determine the future of our county and preempts the work of the stakeholders and the board on our comprehensive plan. The project has been billed as an environmentally responsible data center. The applicants say it will not use water except for humidification, so barely a fraction of the water typical data centers use. The attorney representing the applicant has said it would be less harmful to Goose Creek than the 10 houses, one house per 10 acres, that could be built on the property today. The applicant is also committed to a linear park and trail along the building setback from the Goose Creek and to plant pollinator plants and trees along with some other environmental considerations. I appreciate the applicant doing what they've done. Environmentally, they've tried to be, they've bent over backwards, but it's still not the place. Just the beauty of the site alone is, is a big deal. That was Supervisor Ralph Bona. Supervisors who support the project point to the expected $22 to $24 million in local tax revenues the project could create at full build-out. Not all of our residents can afford to pay higher taxes. So if we want to keep our taxes at a manageable level, we have to build our business base to bring in tax revenue 
That is what this data center is going to do. That was Supervisor Rumstadt. But the supervisors who oppose it say giving up the project doesn't necessarily mean giving up its revenues, pointing to the other spaces available for data centers in the county. Here's Chair Phyllis Randall. And when we have this many people coming to us and talking about this, and we're supposed to be the servants of the people, how dare us decide that we know better than all of these people? How dare us? But the motion from Supervisor Higgins to deny the application failed by one vote. Supervisors Ron Meyer, Kristen Umstadt, Matt Letourneau, Suzanne Volpe, and Karan Sains voted against denying the application. With the project set to be approved, Bona pushed to send it to committee for more work. Since there are five supervisors up here hell-bent on going against the four supervisors who represent this area, and this is going to pass, then let's at least make it the best thing it can possibly be. County planners still oppose the application and say several problems with it remain unresolved. Supervisors narrowly approved sending it to committee. Suzanne Volpe, the chair of the Transportation and Land Use Committee, called a special meeting of her committee on December 13th, citing scheduling concerns. The committee will meet to talk about this True North Data Center at 5 p.m., an hour before the Board of Supervisors public hearing that day. But Randall wasn't optimistic about how much the application could be improved. We're, we're, we're sticking a, a, a data center in the, in the middle of the pristine area and, and going to destroy a geological formation of which there are 10 in the world. You can't make that a whole lot better, to be quite honest. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a warning today. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office has confirmed a deadly synthetic opioid in three overdoses in Loudoun. Lab results from non-fatal overdoses in March and July confirmed the presence of carfentanil, one of the most powerful commercially used opioids. This is the first time the drug has been confirmed to be in Loudoun. Carfentanil is 50 times deadlier than heroin, 10,000 times stronger than morphine, and 100 times more potent than fentanyl. When carfentanil and fentanyl are mixed with heroin, it makes the street drug much stronger and more unpredictable. This stuff is so powerful it's dangerous just to be around. The sheriff's office is urging people to never approach or touch suspected narcotics, and the presence of carfentanil has prompted law enforcement to update their procedures when dealing with opioid incidents. So far, a majority of the fatal heroin overdoses in Loudoun involved fentanyl. There have as yet been no fatal overdoses from carfentanil here in the county. Good news, though, the sheriff says fatal heroin overdoses in Loudoun have decreased 35% compared to this time last year. In much happier news, Leesburg's getting a new watering hole and its first cidery. Wild Hair Cider is moving its tasting room in Bluemont to Market Station in Leesburg in the log cabin underneath Tuscarora Mill Restaurant over next to South Street Under. They plan to open in mid-December. Wild Hair opened in Bluemont in August 2015. Over the last two years, they've brought a loyal following to the small town, but the owners, Jay and Colleen Clement, say they hope the Market Station spot will get even more traffic. Jay said he's been floored by the excitement on social media. The Clements said they're looking forward to working with the brewers already in and around Leesburg, several of whom have already reached out about collaborations. That is our famously collaborative and just awesome brewery scene. They're going to keep their 3,200-square-foot warehouse space in Berryville where they do some of their production. They had looked at opening a tasting room in Berryville, but said the town's parking and zoning restrictions were too onerous. You can also find their cider in stores around here like Total Wine.
And Round Hill's long-awaited lakefront park will soon be a reality. Development on the town's 11-acre Sleater Lake Park has been going since September. It'll be open next spring for people to fish, canoe, kayak, and boat. Town Administrator Buster Nicholson said most of the $500,000 of work the town is doing is already done. They've already put in a gravel driveway and parking spaces. Now they're installing canoe and kayak storage, benches, picnic tables, and signs. Zoning Administrator and Town Planner Melissa Hines said the park will also be used to educate people about the history of Round Hill. To that end, the town is working on partnerships with environmental stewardship organizations to create an outdoor classroom with a natural meadow, a monarch way station, a pollinator garden, and bluebird trail, and an observable beehive. Mayor Scott Ramsey said the county will be helping to run the park. The county government gave the town a $220,000 grant to help build it. Sleater Lake Park has been in the making since 1989, when the company that developed the villages at Round Hill proffered the land to the town. But it wasn't until recently that the town made any real progress in planning or building the park. Sleater Lake itself, which covers 100 acres, was created in the late 1960s when Army Colonel Frank Sleater, the original owner of High Hill Orchards, built a dam along the creek to irrigate his orchards. The park is scheduled to open on May 1st. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, today is the annual Loudon Community Cat Coalition open house from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Rust Library in Leesburg. Stop by to learn more about their life-saving work, how you can volunteer, and do some shopping and enter the Ugly Sweater Contest. Boy, I've got some entrance for that. The Stonebridge High School Winter Choral Concert is tonight at 7 p.m. at Stonebridge High School, and the Woodgrove Orchestra will perform some seasonal favorites tonight at 7 p.m. at Woodgrove High School. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.